Hi, you guys, and welcome back to Talking Smack. I am so excited to have Cecilia on today. We're going to be talking about money. We're going to be talking about QuickBooks and how to understand it and make it less scary. Because I know for me, that's something that's always been terrifying. It's been part of my business that I don't know anything about. So we're going to jump right into the pod. Wherever you're listening or watching on YouTube, take a screenshot and tag us both, and we will get right into the episode. Back in town, Baby, don't make me wait, body like, uh, uh, been a long while, and I just want to taste this be alone, I put it down when I come around. So, how do we make QuickBooks less scary? Oh my gosh, well, QuickBooks is not scary at all. I think the biggest misconception with QuickBooks is that you need to know accounting and that you need to know math. And... QuickBooks is neither one of those things. Uh, QuickBooks is very simply a place where you uh, put in all of your um, money that you spent and that you earned, and you just organize it into categories. I like to call them buckets. So that's really essentially it. Um, now, you do need to have some basic knowledge we all, as business owners, we should all have some basic knowledge, right? We can't just go into it blindly. Um, but this is why we have CPAs and bookkeepers to help us with understanding the, the depth of the accounting side. But QuickBooks is so simple to use. Anybody can do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have a course coming out and you only launch this a handful of times a year. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So for someone who's maybe newer or maybe seasoned in their business and they haven't really been tracking the way that they would hope to or they feel like, oh, I don't really know what my numbers are. Is this something that's going to help them or can you walk us through kind of what your course looks like, who it's right for and what kind of transformation they can expect? Yeah, you know, this is for everyone and this is for anyone in the beauty industry, whether you're a hairdresser, a lash artist, a nail artist, it's for everyone. And um, whether you are just starting out or you've been in the industry for years, it, it doesn't matter how long you've been in it. Everybody has to have their finances organized and everybody needs to file taxes. So it's, it's for everyone and everybody should be taking advantage of learning how to organize their finances so they know the health of their business at um, at any time throughout the year. I think that's so incredible. And I know that's something for me when I first started, I tried to do it on my own, but I didn't have any sort of guidance. And I was like, I think I'm doing this correctly. I'm wow. not sure if this is right. And then yeah. I actually got a letter in the mail like four years after I had already passed off all my stuff to a bookkeeper and a CPA. And it was like I owed an extra, I think it was like $6,000 or something because I filed incorrectly and I didn't yep. have my things in place. Yeah. And I was like, what? I wasn't expecting this bill. <laughs> like, Where did this come from? Yeah. And if you don't have the money for it, you're going to end up paying penalties and late fees and all of these other things. And I was there. That, that was was me when I first learned uh, how to use QuickBooks uh, a long time ago, it was to help my dad run his construction business. And he didn't know how to manage the business 
aspect of his business. He just knew the trade and that's what he wanted to do. Um, and at the time I was in college and so I had to learn it and I had to learn it the hard way because way back then, this we're talking mid nineties here, there were no online courses. There was no YouTube. There was, you know, we didn't have the information and accessibility that we have now. So I also cost my dad lots of money in his business because I was self-teaching myself. Um, and so, you know, when, when people don't do it correctly and they just look at little snippet videos here and there, they really can miss some really important deductions that they're either not taking advantage of and so they end up paying more in tax or they over expend some things and then they end up getting in trouble for it or they file incorrectly because that's not our expert expertise, right? So um, it, it is a very common thing for small business owners to make those kind of mistakes when they don't know what they're doing. And so this course really walks everybody step by step by step from signing up to the course to closing out their, their year on how to do everything very simply. We're service providers. We don't need all of the bells and whistles of QuickBooks because we're service providers. And so um, the, all the steps are super simplified so that they know what to do on their own and no mistakes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I am thinking about 20-year-old Mackenzie who started <laughs> her business and would have benefited so much from having something like this. Or even 24-year-old, 25-year-old Mackenzie who was still trying to do it on her own, trying to figure it out and yeah. having some sort of guidance to be able to come to. And I from I know you and I have talked off camera and you have like a support group page for your students as well. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. So... so no, go ahead. I was just going to say that is so beneficial because I am someone who like when I take a training or if I have an online course and there's some sort of support group, I'm in there. I'm asking questions. I'm like, I want to make sure this is co correct. And and unfortunately, I feel like some people have that block there where they think like, oh, well, maybe she doesn't actually have time for me. Or maybe this coach doesn't mm -hmm. actually like, what if I'm asking a stupid question? Yeah. And when it comes to things like QuickBooks, exactly like you said before, we're, you know, so many of us are, I look at myself like, I'm the artist, I'm the creative. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm going to have questions about the numbers. My friends joke and make fun of me because I'm like, I literally cannot do simple math. I cannot, I pull out my calculator anytime I have to do something, even if it's simple. And that's okay. And like, it's, it's so nice that you've created such a welcoming space for your students within your course and then post course to be able to be like hey i have this little question or to have that kind of discussion and you know that only helps you make your course better if there's a question yeah. that you're like oh this is a module i need to add in here yeah. and so having that i think is so important and i think you've really done the work to set your students up for success. And I, I think it's just incredible. And I know that I wish I had someone like you to ask questions. And obviously you and I are friends and <laughs> I've known you for a long time now. And I'm like, you guys, Cecilia is not scary. <laughs> like, you, you need to ask her these questions because she's going to yes. help you. And I think, and you know, even me speaking from experience, I have my own support pages for courses yeah. and some and I, I run into that where I think people are nervous. And do you think there's an added layer of, oh, I don't want to ask this question because it's about money 
And because it's about those things and people have certain blocks around money in general. Oh, totally. I think in general, nobody wants to look silly when they ask a question, right? It's, but what I always tell myself when I was in school or when I take a course and I ask a question, I always tell myself, I am not the only one thinking this question. And as soon as I ask it, there's always a, oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I wanted to ask that too. And it just takes one person to kind of get that ball rolling, right? So yes, asking questions is so important because we're talking about your money. We're talking about your business. And sadly, the statistics are against us when it comes to longevity of small businesses. And my goal with this support group after they've, t- they've enrolled in the course is to give them that, um, that oomph, that, um, help them in that mindset change that money is not scary and that anybody can do this. And that's what we're there. That's as educators, it's not a, you know, one thing and done. You and I are very much the same in that way. Our students are like, in our hearts, in our souls, and we want to make sure that they succeed. And and that's why this group is so special to me um, and being able to continue giving them the support. And, and it's also available for future students. So when they come in, they're able to see the Q&As from before. So they can catch up and they can go back and say, well, I have this question, it might be there. Um, and I'm actually working on getting the transcripts so that they can kind of just glance through the transcripts. I think that's probably going to make it easier rather than having to watch the whole thing. Um, but anything to make it simplified for everybody, because like you said, we're creatives and we love what we do and we want to continue doing what we do. Um, and we don't need to be spending so much time doing this when um, it's not our zone of genius, right? Who says that? It- What's his name? You listen to his podcast too. Is it Lewis Howes or yes. is it Ed Milet? I was like one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Howes. I hear I all the time. He that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I really do believe that. I don't want to make this the focus of their business. I want this to be a small snippet and that they feel confident that when they are closing out their month or when they're getting ready to file for taxes, it's like, oh, I'm done. And. <laughs> You know, I'm going to go see my clients now. I don't have to take a whole week and endless hours and being up all night trying to organize everything and crossing my fingers that it's okay um, when it comes time to to file taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a question. On average, how much time do you think a solo entrepreneur is spending on QuickBooks once they take your course, how or what does that look like for you? How much time do you think you're actually putting into QuickBooks? Because I'm sure people think like, oh, this is going to take me so long. This is going to be so yeah. drawn out. I'm sure there's a, you know, more time put into it in the beginning, like linking everything, getting everything in there. But like on average, once they have all that done, how much time do you think it actually takes to do that? Is that something you're doing every day, every week or monthly? So the course itself, it should take you about two and a half hours to complete The setup should take you about two to four hours, depending on how far back you want to go. Um, I don't recommend going back too, too far, maybe the year before um, or just starting out with the current year, right? You already did last year. Start out with the current year. And the sooner you do it, the less um, 
the less transactions you have to go through for the year, right? Once everything is set up and automated, and this is the beautiful thing about QuickBooks and why I love it so much is that QuickBooks automatically pulls everything from your linked bank account. So once you've linked everything, everything is already in your QuickBooks automatically. And all you have to do is go down the list and make sure that everything is in the right bucket so that when you look at your, your transactions, you know that everything is accounted for and correct. Um, so I do it every month. Unless I want to make a large purchase, I may go in there um, at any given point. And that's the beauty again, is you can look at your money at any given time. But I close it out every month. I do it once a month. Um, and it takes me about, for me, with the, the amount of transactions that I have and with the education side of my business, it takes me about 40 to 45 minutes. On average, um, the solo beauty professional um, that's in the five-figure range, maybe low six-figure range, um, it can take them 30 minutes and that's it. Um, the course teaches you how to do what's called um, memorize transactions. And so when you make the same kind of purchases or your same subscription gets deducted every month, like let's say your, your booking system, Vagaro, um, then QuickBooks automatically detects it and automatically will add it for you because it's the same transaction every single month. So that's one less thing you have to do. So in average, it can take anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes a month and that's it. That is awesome. And I think that's a fraction of the time people think it's going to take them to do their own QuickBooks every month yeah. or to do their own QuickBooks every couple of weeks kind of thing. Yeah. And I remember when, you know, I probably wasn't doing it exactly correctly because I'm hearing you say buckets and I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of can see how I put buckets together. Yeah. <laughs> but it's something that I would have benefited from so much to have someone like you to learn from because you've yeah. done it. You've done it in your own business. You did it in yeah. your dad's business. And I think the key word that keeps sticking out to me is like simplified. You've yes. simplified it. It is going to be easy. And it's yeah. just taking that intentional effort and time to set it all up in the beginning. And I remember I remembered the um, memorized thing and it would just automatically add it into whatever yeah. bucket it needed to go into. And I remember thinking like, oh, one, one less thing on my plate that I yeah. have to do. Yeah. And it's – so when does this – next opening for your course launch so it's going to be in june it's going to be mid-june so the way to find out more about it um is to get on the wait list so um you go to my website you can follow me on instagram and tiktok at cecilia wiscom and then um, my website is www.ceceliawiscom.com. And you can join the waitlist there. And then all of the notifications will go immediately to my waitlist. Um, that way they are the first to know and they will um, have access to the information, what the course is all about. Um, and email me or DM me questions as well. I'm actually going to be hosting um, next week. I'll announce it in a couple of days. I will be hosting a live webinar about all about budgeting and how that connects to your finances and in QuickBooks. Um, and so I'll be talking all about that as well to help people more understand more about their money and hopefully get the fear out of um, looking into into their money. I think that's so cool. I'm I'm so excited. I think this is 
a course that's needed in this industry because there's not a lot of people teaching you how to do it. And something I heard on a podcast, I can't remember which podcast I was listening to, but it said, what's, what gets measured gets managed. And I think what I've heard from so many different people in this industry that are mainly solo is I make so much money on paper, but I don't know where it's going. And to be able to have this system where you know exactly where your money's going, you know exactly what changes you need to make, whether that's raising your prices, cutting back on your expenses, or what that looks like. And I think, you know, I just want to repeat that again, what gets measured gets managed. And I think that is so important. When have you always done your own QuickBooks? I have until I want to say three years ago. So up until three years ago, I did it all on my own. So I've been a lash artist for eight years. Um, And as I scaled my business and I started the education side of my business, I was doing it all on my own. Um, And now I hired a bookkeeper and I have my CPA. Um, But it's really important that while we can all hire a bookkeeper to to, to do our QuickBooks, we still need to understand where our money is going. We need to understand um, our budgets. How much am I spending? Am I overspending? Am I underspending? Am I saving for that house I wanna buy? Am I saving for that next course I wanna take? Am I saving to be able to go on that you know, girl's trip or take my family on vacation? Um, and your bookkeeper will organize everything for you, but everybody should still understand where their money is is going. Wow. You're making me want to log into my QuickBooks that my bookkeeper does. <laughs> I can see everything Absolutely. and see the categories. And I remember seeing the graph of like how much came in versus how much was spent. Uh-huh. And it's, yeah. I think it's, it's so cool once you get in there. Cause even someone like me, who's like, I don't like numbers. I don't do well with math. This is not my forte. Even going in there to have a better understanding of where everything is going Uh and what I can do to increase my profit margins or what I can do to, you know, get more clients in when I, when I need to, or, you know, whatever that looks like for Mm -hmm. each individual business. I think, I think you're so right. I think it's important to know exactly what is happening with your money. Mm -hmm. The biggest mistake that I see, uh, solo beauty professionals, lash artists make is that they're, overspending their money because they see that they have a balance, a positive balance in their bank account. And so immediately it's like, well, I have money. I can, I can go and spend it or I can, you know, pay myself more or I can hire another employee or I can move into the bigger place. Um, not realizing that a positive balance does not mean that you're profiting in your business. And also, just because you're not spending money doesn't mean that you're not, that you're saving money. You know, unless you're moving your money into a savings account, unless you're reinvesting your money, unless you understand your numbers, you're not profiting and you're not necessarily saving money for taxes, for growth, for personal, for whatever it is. And my goal is to get beauty professionals into in the green financially is to understand their numbers so that they can make adjustments in their spending and in their business so that they can really start to see profits. You cannot profit unless you understand where your numbers are. It's just not possible. Like you said, it has to be managed. 
It has to be mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I, I know I've said this before already in this episode, but man, 20-year-old Mackenzie would have been just set up so much better for success yeah. if I had some understanding of what this looked like and what it was like to actually run a business, to actually measure things, to make sure I knew exactly where I was. Mm-hmm. I knew if I was in the green or I knew if I was like breaking even kind of thing. Yeah, And exactly. I was one of those lash artists too that I was like, I'm making so much money on paper, but I don't understand <laughs> where it's going. And it, of course I was overspending. I was like, exactly like you said, I had that positive balance. So I was looking at things differently and yeah. something I heard, I think on TikTok, I, I get so much information from TikTok and oh, me podcasts. Too. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about like your energetic minimums and having energetic minimums of like, this is how much is in my bank account. It's never going to go below that. Yep. But I like to look at it now as, okay, what energetic minimum? Okay. I have X amount of money in my savings. I Now you have to look at it like, oh, that's not enough. My energetic yeah. minimum is higher and looking yeah. at those things differently. And that was something that really opened up my mind because I, I feel like you know, years ago, I would look at my bank account and be like, oh, I'm doing great. Like, this is awesome. And then I got to a point where I was like, I had more expenses, I got a different car, or I moved into a new place. And it was like, oh, wait a minute, hold on, that's dipping below my thing, Mm -hmm. my energetic minimum. Yeah. And looking at those things differently, and how beneficial it would have been to have something like QuickBooks to be able to look at to see where I could cut back or where I needed to be doing things differently. Totally. And I think like, you know, touching up on what you said energetically, we can have all the systems in place. We can have everything and put it in there. But if mentally we are not shifting our mindset about money and healing money traumas, nothing eventually nothing is going to change eventually things are just going to just fall right back into it you're going to make more money which means you're going to spend more money so you you have to do you really do have to get into that mindset of okay like you said i love that what is my energetic minimum and changing your perception and your perspective from thinking about it negatively or thinking about it positively because that will really determine which way it will go. Mm-hmm. There was there was a book that I read um, by Amanda Francis, Amanda, Amanda Francis called Rich AF More Money Than I Know What to Do With. And That's that was the list. first. That one's on that my was, list. Okay. So when I read that book, that was the, and it, there's journal prompts in there. And for those of you who have been longtime listeners, I talk about how much I love journaling and I mm-hmm. love like getting to the root of what my, subconscious mind thinks Mm -hmm. and there were different questions in there that were like what you know growing up what was your perception of money and it's like I had I would never have consciously thought to think about that or work through what I thought growing up about money because to me money was always scary there was never enough you had to work really 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 hard to make money and like all these other different things that just simply aren't true And the book changed my perspective as far as like, no, money's a tool. Money is something that gets to be fun. And now for some reason, I look at it like, you know, paying my taxes. I used to be like, oh, this is so annoying. I can't believe I have to, you know, pay them this much money. And now I look at it like, damn, I make 
enough money that I have to pay them this much. And it's a weird shift. It's a weird, weird shift. But I think I think you're so right. I think it's the mindset that has to change around money completely so that you can move forward in a new way. And for me, you know, think growing up thinking, okay, money is scary. Money is bad. Money is the root of all evil. I grew up in a Christian household where, you know, that Bible verse, Mm -hmm. but actually it's quoted wrong a lot. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where greed comes in and looking at it from a way of like, you know, there's a journal prompt in there that says, you know, write down, I love money and money loves me. And it's okay to be supported by money. Money gets to be something that's peaceful. It doesn't have to be something that is Mm -hmm. stressful or scary. And I think we can look at these things about everything in our life and thinking about QuickBooks, like me even starting this episode saying, okay, QuickBooks is scary to me. Like, no, QuickBooks to be gets to be something that's fun and exciting. Yeah. And I get to know exactly what my numbers are. And I get to come out of this excited about the profits that I can, you know, increase exactly. and measuring it all. Exactly. It really is that, that shift in how you think about it when I started to, when I got my business got to the point where I started to pay taxes. Um, and at first, yeah, it was super scary. It was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to do this. This sucks. And then it was like you said, I am making enough that now I have to pay. It's my duty. And this is going, how is this helping others? This is helping my business. When I pay big bills, it's like, oh my gosh, I get to pay this person for doing providing me with this service that I would have never been able to do as well. Um, And so it is that shift is essential for um, wealth growth in my, you know, that's how I just, I think of it. So I love books like that. It's on my list. I gotta, I gotta get to that. But yeah, healing those, those money traumas are essential for everyone to have the wealth that they desire in life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think, I think uh, that's where, that's where people have those blocks. That's where mm-hmm. they stop themselves because they, they haven't done the work and yeah. they haven't thought about it. And it's not overnight. You don't read the book yeah. and you're like, I'm changed. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm different. Like all the money is <laughs> just rolling in now. Yeah. And I, I think too, like, I mean, I could talk about money and money talk forever, oh, but thinking too. about like, you know, like we talked about before the energetics behind it and that scarcity mindset and that like people who are hoarding their money because they don't want to spend it or they don't want to invest in a course because they think, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's it's not going to, you know, do something for me. But if you're looking at that, like, oh, I'm investing this amount of money so that it can come back to me 10x because I'm going to know how to do something differently. And that's when a yeah. lot shifted for me personally realizing cuz I would never buy a course. I would ne- I you know, I did my co- volume course that I took in 2017 and then I was like, I know everything. I know all the things. And then when I started investing in other courses, yeah. I was like, I don't know all the things. And that, then it was like if you have that hunger for learning if you have that curiosity you're only going to get better it's only at that point when when you think you know it all or you think oh i don't need this when you look at it like money is a tool for me to invest to grow this money Mm -hmm. i think that's where you get 
to the point of being like, oh, I understand this. Yeah. You might not have to understand it 100%, but totally. understanding to an extent, especially when it comes to QuickBooks, knowing where your money's going, knowing how you can make it work for you, come back for yeah. you, where you can invest, where you can save, yeah, and all the other things that go into it. I think it's it's important to make those changes if yeah. you want to be in business for a long time. Because like you said, the statistics are against small businesses. And I love what you said, like when you look into your QuickBooks, like think of it as a game, you know, think of it, get excited about it because it's literally in front of you telling you exactly where you're at. There's no more doubt. There's no more wondering. There's no more um, fear because it's right in front of you. And it's the only way to really do it and to understand yourself and your money habits. When you have it all laid out in front of you, it really tells you so much about your money habits, which then use that to make it better. So if you see that you're not where you're at, use that to make it better for yourself, for your business. Um, and that's what I love about it. I do. I get excited going into it. Um, I get excited creating my budgets. I don't know. I'm, I'm such a nerd when it comes to that because I've seen what it's done for my business. I've seen what it's done for me personally, for my family, being able to save for my college, my kids' college tuitions, being able to have my kids, um, pay for their activities, our mortgage, our, you know, our cars, um, things like that. And it's, it's a little by little progression. Um, and it really is a habit getting, doing QuickBooks and managing it on a monthly basis and understanding it and um, accepting what it is. It's a habit, just like deciding to wake up earlier every day, just like deciding to exercise, just like deciding to eat better or whatever it is, or write in your journal. It's a habit. And once it becomes a habit, what's the, what's the statistic? Do something 28 days and it becomes a lifestyle, right? Um, or a long-term habit. That's exactly what it is. And you will never look back. Once you understand it and realize how simple it is and how quick it is to do, um, it be, it really does become such an easy habit to, to maintain. And I, and that's something that I've talked about in the past too. Anytime you're wanting to become a new version of yourself, that new version has different habits. The person mm -hmm. that's more successful than you are now, that person that is at that place that you want to be, you have to create those new habits. You have mm -hmm. to create those new ways of thinking to get you to that place. Yeah. And it, and I think that's where people, we're, we live in such an instant gratification world. Yeah. Think about the services that we offer, lash lifts, lash extensions. It's instant. Yeah. And when we want something new or we want something to change we don't want that struggle anymore we don't want that confusion we want that peace that clarity that has to be more important and you have to intentionally create those new habits for yourself mm -hmm. and i think for anyone listening if you want to create those habits you have the power to create whatever persona you want you have the business you know that power to create the business that you want totally. you just have to think about the habits that that person does yep. and that new version of you and execute it and totally. just go after it that's exactly it that's 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 really it. it's making that conscious and intentional decision mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been such a value-packed episode. I cannot wait for everyone to listen. I think everyone needs to sign up for your course. I'll probably be signing up for your course just so I understand everything better. Um, So I know you told us before we can find you on TikTok and Instagram at Cecilia Wiscom, and your website is www.ceciliawiscom.com. We'll have all of these links in the show notes. Is there anything last that you want to leave with the listeners or anything else that, you know, any piece of advice that you have for them? You know, don't be afraid of change. Um, Change can be scary and it's okay that it's scary, but I think one of the biggest pieces of advice is don't let fear of change or fear of anything debilitate you. Let that propel you because when you get past that that season of change, um, it really is a scale forward. Um, So don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid to try something new. I couldn't agree more. One thing that my dad's dad, my papa always said was the only constant in life is change and you have to be able to adapt Mm -hmm. and go with the flow. Yeah. So I could not agree more. I think that's such a great way to end out this episode. Don't forget to tag us both on stories wherever you listen. Everyone go follow Cecilia and sign up for her course. You guys are going to have that, you know, light bulb moment where you understand where your money's going and how to make it work better for you. So thank you so much for coming on. I hope you guys love this episode. Thank you so much.